Hello. Welcome. We are the intern ministers at Community Church of New York in Manhattan. We are Unitarian Universalists in the process of becoming ordained clergy. In this podcast, we delve into the life of an intern minister. We explore the ways our lives and internships intersect and how this is ministerial formation. I'm Megan Henry. I'm Carrie McAvoy. And we're, and we're revving, revving up. up. <laughs> Hello, Revving Up community. Thanks for joining us. It's good to be back. My name is Carrie McAvoy, and I have an announcement to make. Um, you may have noticed that uh, Anthony Cruz was not with us in our last session, and uh, so I have some difficult news to share. Uh, Anthony Cruz has been removed from candidacy for Unitarian Universalist Ministry. The Ministerial Fellowship Committee made this decision, and they I know that they approached the decision seriously and carefully, and that they didn't come to this decision without significant and extended discernment. Um, it's certainly difficult news for the community church community. As a result of him being removed from candidacy, he was no longer able to work at Community Church of New York. So um, it was sudden and um, significant. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Carrie, for sharing the announcement. And, um, you know, we, I'm super bummed. Um, sad that uh, we're not sharing this experience with Anthony anymore. I knew that, that originally coming into being the three interns at Community Church together, that we would only have this one church program year together as it was. Um, and yet I imagined a very different um, parting uh, at the end of the year. And I um, am sad for us. I'm sad for him. I'm sad for our faith. I feel like it's a real loss. And um, I just have, I have so much um, warmth in my heart that I send out to him and really, really wish the best for him in the future. And I hope that he finds um, his place and he has, he has a lot of gifts to share. And I just really hope that he has and wish for him the opportunity to be able to share them. Yeah, that's uh, very similar to my feelings. Um, I really enjoyed having him here on the podcast with us. Uh, he, uh, he just had a way of lightening the dynamic, not like we're, we're super heavy or anything, but um, yeah, no, he's, he's just, you know, Anthony. And uh, when, uh, when you're in ministry together, doing ministry together, I, I think, I, I certainly feel like the bonds that I develop with fellow ministers feels different than like any other co coworker kind of situation. So it's uh, a loss of a colleague and it's it's heavy. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I will say that it does bring up for me a lot of thoughts about how lonely being a minister can be at times. And I've heard that from ministers over the years and kind of like picked up on it and kind of like felt that. And then just, you know, coming into being, um, coming into being in the ministry and serving as an intern minister, I was uh, very uh, pleased at the uh, way in which at our seminary at Meadville Lombard Theological School, there's a really big emphasis put on building relationships and building collegial relationships amongst these um, students um, learning and becoming ministers. And very often, very explicitly said, you know, these bonds and these relationships that you build during this time together are very likely bonds that will continue throughout your ministry. And um, some of the like friendships and the relationships that are built during this formative time in our ministry are the kinds of relationships that we will then be able to lean on later in years when, you know, maybe one is serving um, a, a small congregation in the Midwest. And there's like, you know, hours and hours and hours to travel to be around any other UU ministers. And um, we can fall back on those phone calls, those FaceTime conversations, those Zooms with our colleagues. And those are so important um, and such, a, such an important way of uh, just keeping grounded and feeling supported and bouncing ideas off of one another. And like how great, I feel so grateful that we've had this opportunity um, at Community Church to be interns uh, serving together and really acting, living into this collegial um, relationship and bonding that happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really appreciate um, the collegial relationships that I've developed at, at Meadville in the structure of our coursework and um, being able to be doing ministerial internship along with someone who is doing it with me um it's it's a source of um it sustains me i think because for me um maybe any minister there's so many unknowns there's so many difficult issues to discern and uh so many things in play it, it's i find it very valuable to be able to kick those around with somebody Mm -hmm. who understands what ministerial formation is and um, what some of the factors in play might be. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really, really helpful. And um, yeah, it's just really helpful. Mm -hmm. One of the things that happens in our um, vocational studies uh, cohort classes at Meadville is that we are put into small groups with a couple of other um, folks on the same path and journey as us. And then we are um, expected to, as part of our coursework, to meet with that group weekly. So we've been meeting in groups of three or four ever since we started. So this is our second, we're just finishing our second year of um, seminary at Meadville. And so the very first year in that first semester, there were, um, I was in a group of four. Were you in a group of four also, Carrie? Or I was a group of three. Okay, yeah. So then, you know, those 
the, the four of us, um, you know, started a text group and, you know, we would meet on Zoom and stuff like that. But then we start, we have this ongoing group where we communicate with one another, even though we're not in the same formation groups anymore, because each semester or each year it gets changed up. I think I was in the same group for the fall semester of the first year, a different group for the spring semester of my first year. And then for the second year, I've been in the same group all year for both semesters, which I think is actually a little better because you get to form um, deeper bonds by being together for the whole year. And so I'm still in touch with the folks that I was in that very first semester, that very first formation group. And it's really, it's really sweet and special. And that's a kind of bond that's created that won't ever be replicated, right? Um, and it's just, uh, and, and I know that we'll be there for each other throughout the years to come. So what do you think it is, uh, what do you gain from collegial uh, interactions? Yeah, that's a really great question. I have had so much experience being in liberal religious educator collegial groups, um, which I have been in for many, many years. And so, I have like very deep bonds with a lot of those religious educator folks. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting to then be like starting new with the minister folks and like trying to build bonds with a different professional group. Um, and how it how is that different and how is it the same? I think what I get out of it is the opportunity to workshop ideas, you know, just like, oh, we're, you know, thinking about trying this out with my congregation or trying out one of these you know, a three-part series on, um, you know, uh, dealing with death and dying. Has anybody else done that? And how did you do it? And what resources did you use? Or, you know, things like that. There's a lot of like a bouncing around ideas um, in, in very positive ways. And then there's also a problem might come up in my congregation and I can go to my colleagues. That's such an important piece of that collegial relationship, having trusted colleagues that I can be like, hey, I actually really stepped in it. I screwed up. I made this mistake. Uh, and I'm trying to figure out how to untangle <laughs> the web of knots that I um, inadvertently created. Um, do you, has anybody else ever been through this? Like, does anybody have any suggestions? Um, and it's just really nice to have people that to bounce ideas off of and, and to share with and be vulnerable with in ways that are not always in ways that are not even appropriate to do with the congregation, right? So there's there's things that are you know that that we don't share with our congregants because it wouldn't be appropriate, but we can then have colleagues to talk to, and that's really helpful because some of us like me, I don't know if you can tell, I'm a verbal processor, so <laughs> I I need to say things outside. I mean, out loud and, and outside and hear them repeated back to me also, and then be like, oh, yes, this is, I'm working this through. And that's a safe space in which to do that. I, uh, what you were saying reminded me of when I was doing, um, as a camp counselor at Ferry Beach, which is a Unitarian Universalist retreat center up in Maine. And they have a kids camp for a couple of weeks every year. And so I was one of the um, one of the camp counselors for the middle school students. And um, this was I was fairly new to UU at that moment. And it was I found it really helpful to talk to the other camp counselors who were all coming from different UU congregations. 
and it gave me a perspective that I would never have had were I um, just within my own congregation. Uh, so I think partly what these collegial uh, interactions do for me is just giving me that um, that expansion of the way that it's done here is not the way it's done everywhere. Um, and it's not the only right way to do it. Right, right. right? Yes. Like there are yes. other ways. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It's so, so helpful. Um, <laughs> yeah, especially with Unitarian Universalism, where each congregation can be so different than mm. others. Uh, that perspective is super important. And what uh, ministerial colleagues do for me also is they understand the dynamics that are in play for a minister. So um, power power systems and um, family systems and boards versus councils versus um, religious education, faith formation. Um, you know, Different governance models. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. All of those intricacies uh, that, um, that come into play when you're a minister in a parish. I feel like it, some of it really boils down for me to um, we're better together. Just like, I don't need to go it alone. Why? Like in reinventing the wheel, making all these, you know, trying to figure it out on my own. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Why? There's so many great, uh, really experienced and wise uh, people out there that I could collaborate with and share um, ideas with, and that just makes it makes me feel like it's just so, such a more full understanding and creates a fuller, uh, more dynamic experience. Yeah, that's part of the reason that I selected to come to community church was because I would have that opportunity to build a shared ministry with not only other uh, ministerial interns but also um, a ministry team, senior minister, assistant minister because uh, I, I really feel that shared ministry is more sustainable mm -hmm. and richer um, when you have multiple people doing the ministry and multiple voices and multiple personalities and all bringing their own gifts to the congregation. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of that taking that idea that our celebrating our differences for the gifts that everyone brings into like a church community, into a congregation, taking that same idea and also applying it to um, leadership and to uh, ministerial um, teams, but also just like the whole staff team. Um, I think collegiality amongst ministers is one thing that's really important, but, and I also find collegiality amongst ministers and religious educators and directors of music and directors of membership and, you know, and, and, and directors and directors of communication, our um, executive directors, our um, facilities directors, our custodians, like all of every single person and role in the system is important and valid and should be like, have a voice. Yes, I agree. So um, I've also seen spaces of collegiality 
like the Unitarian Universalist Ministers Association has has things in place to um, build those collegial connections. If there's anyone listening who is not who is not in a UU seminary, for instance, like uh, the UU minute, what is it? The Ministerial Formation Network, F MFN, has been super helpful. Like they have uh, retreats that I've gone to and um, tons of events going on. Uh, also, there's Facebook groups that I've been part of, uh, UUMA colleagues. Is that what it's called? There I, are so many. I know. I don't so even many. want to start trying to name them off. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but people, so please ask us if you are curious. Send us, send us a message and we'll help. We'll help you find them. <laughs> yes. yes. So, there, so there are definitely places you can get those kinds of collegial connections, even if you're not in a UU seminary. And um, super, I, I'm so glad uh, that there's, that I've been, had some structures in place to, to build those kinds of relationships. Absolutely. And we think about what, like the, what, when we act, when we live the values that we are hoping to and, and advocating for seeing in the wider world around us, so the systems, the structures, like having a shared ministry and a, and a teamwork model that's, um, you know, I, I mean, different people have different systems and styles. I'll just give one example. So say there's a hierarchical system and it's not benefiting the team. So what is a way to flatten that structure somewhat and give more people um, a voice and an opportunity to be a part of the team um, sharing their gifts in ways that aren't only like maybe siloed or, oh, well, you can only talk to that person or, you know, you, we all know we've been in these different kinds of like systems that can feel unhealthy. And, um, and there are some really cool things happening out in our world around sharing how to do things differently, how to structure things differently, how to have a consensus process, you know, what, how to have shared leadership. And we as Unitarian Universalists often have, have said that we value this and we want to see this kind of egalitarian thing like playing out in the world around us. So we can do it inside in our structures and in our institutions. And the more that we do it, the more we work those muscles um, and build it up, then the more it will go out into the world also. Or maybe some of the great stuff that's happening out in the world will come in to us. You know, it's not always, it, it's a, there's a back and forth, right? It's not just a one, one way street. It's a flow. Um, yeah, there's definitely a flow. Yeah. So um, speaking of just like sharing and being collegial and having conversations, I, um, I, I wanted to bring up before we, um, before we sign off here today, I just really wanted to bring up the fact that we have been talking about how we wanna have a live event. We are going to have a live event. And um, we're excited we have a date for you. Date, 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 May 27th. So everybody, I know you're just thrilled. Mark your calendars, May 27th. Um, we're gonna do it in the evening. And we have some really cool ideas of something fun to do. We're gonna, we're gonna try to make something a little different happen. We'll reveal more as we uh, go along. But listen, this is what we would really love to see happen. This is our first season. We're coming up on the end of our first season. We want to have this live event as kind of like a culminating, like 
you know, feature of this first season. And it's really important to us to be in conversation with all of you, our listeners and viewers. So we want you to ask us questions and engage with us um, in this live event. And we will like read your questions and then we will share like our thoughts on what your comments and questions are. So it'll be, it won't exactly be like a super, like a live back and forth with you it physically here with us, of course, but we will be monitoring the chat and the questions and be addressing things as they come up. Super excited about it. May 27th in the evening, going to be fun. Can't wait to hang out, have some tea and chat. Build that community conversation. Yeah. Really looking forward <laughs> to that. Hopefully some of the things that we've been talking about today and in other episodes will like be bubbling up some questions and some thoughts and some comments for you all. And as always, we love your suggestions for future episodes. And any questions that you have, you know what, just send us an email podcast at ccny.org, O-R-G, podcast at ccny.org. And we also need to shout out for Linda, Woo! who I think was one of the first to watch our last uh, podcast episode. So thank you for listening, watching Linda. Yay, Linda. We love you. <laughs> we love our listeners and watchers, and we love to hear from you. So looking forward to connecting again um, very soon next week. And um, Hey, have a great week, everyone. It's springtime. Get outside if you can. Take a walk. It's beautiful out there. Take a big, deep breath. <sighs> Indeed. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.